You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello everyone. It's been a while, so welcome back to Permission 2. I am sitting in my office today recording this episode feeling like a deep, deep exhale because um, Friday was the last day of school and yesterday was like our last big day of like school and um, sporting commitment. <laughs> so today I just woke up and I was like, oh, I feel so good because I've got all of those like, be- and, and don't get me wrong, like a lot of these events were really beautiful, really social, but sometimes they can feel like a lot, especially when you have a lot of them on one day. So it's kind of fitting that today I'm going to be talking to you about saying no and why it's probably easier than you think, um, but also the reason that you find saying no hard might be different to what you think it is. So uh, yeah, so we're going to be sharing that today, but I thought I'd just share a little bit. So yesterday was Frankie's second birthday and December, early December is a really hard time of the year to have a birthday it's funny I was so nervous about Frankie being born before Christmas like too close to Christmas but as a mum of school age children um the first week of December is actually like even harder like I feel like um you know mid-December third week of December might actually be easier anyway so yesterday we had Emily's um gymnastics performance we had Frankie's second birthday and we also had Emily's most beautiful teacher has retired after um she's been Emily's teacher for two years and she's been a teacher a Montessori teacher for so so long and so that yesterday was an example where actually I didn't want to say no to any of those events like they were all really important to me we could have changed Frankie's um birthday party but we we didn't this year for for a couple of reasons we didn't really celebrate her birthday last year because she had gastro so we went out and we had this really beautiful birthday for her but I think at this time of the year probably so many people can relate to like when you have lots of good things like beautiful Um, people that you love, really meaningful events. But when you have too much on at the same time, it can just be overwhelming and you can end up not enjoying any of it. So yesterday, because I was so prepared, so organized, and I knew what was coming, I managed to enjoy all three events. Definitely felt way more rushed than, you know, I would normally like. I probably like to do like three events a fortnight, not three events in one day. But that was like, I really chose to say yes to all of those events and some of it was out of our control. But there are other things in life that I could be saying no to. And for anyone listening to this episode that you could maybe be saying no to. 
Uh, and I find a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, Sam, I don't know how to say no. And they think that they want me to teach them communication skills around saying no. And that is something that I do do. Like we've had um, lessons on saying no in um, Permission Granted, in the Happy Biz Mama project. Uh, it's, it's definitely something I can support people with. But to be completely honest, like saying no... I could just give you like a couple of scripts of like how to say no and get you to practice that, like sometimes visualizing it um, so that you're changing your neural pathways. Um, like uh, There's a whole podcast episode you can listen to about that. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. But the reality is I don't think that is really what most women and maybe what you who are listening to actually need. Uh, I think that it's fairly easy to learn how to say no. What actually most women I support need is um, what's underneath the no. So for example, it might be learning to be okay with the discomfort that we often experience when we say no. So saying no, you could say, no, thank you. I'm not available. Um, you can suggest a different date, a different catch up or, you know, um, whatever, like it's, it's not hard to say no, but how do you feel when you say no? What's happening in your body? What's happening in your nervous system? Like what nervous system state are you in? Yeah. What emotions are you feeling? What thoughts do you have that come up when you say no? Because it can feel stretchy. Yeah. There can be some resistance there. So it's learning to be okay with that discomfort but then also it's letting go of the desire to keep everyone happy all of the time and facing the fear of disappointing others and the fear of rejection that can come with that. So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into those aspects of saying no, because honestly, I think if you can learn to work through that, then actually the communication of saying no, you can probably learn off someone on TikTok, you know? Um, yeah, or well, there's a couple of scripts that I can, can support you with, but it's not super hard to say no. Hey, I'm just briefly interrupting this episode to share with you that I'm currently pre-enrolling incredible women like you into Permission Granted. This is a spacious, gentle, and powerfully affirming group coaching experience where you'll build the inner resources to show up as you truly are and go for what you really want, fueled by a calm confidence founded on a lasting sense of self-worth. At the moment, you can lock in a savings of $500 off the full price, as well as a bonus one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me, and we have extended payment plans which bring the payment down to around $320 a month. So I'm trying to make permission granted as accessible as possible, but it is an intimate experience with 16 people at most, um, two group coaching calls, and with no more than eight women at a time on a call, we meet for monthly circles and monthly group coaching calls. So we meet once a fortnight. It's beautiful and spacious. You can do it alongside a mastermind or one-on-one -on -one business coaching, or if you're working full-time or you're a mama of young kids, we keep it really spacious and really supportive, really nurturing so that 
it is an experience that is accessible for you no matter what's going on in your world at the time. So first of all, learning to be okay with discomfort. Isn't that just a theme of like nearly every single challenge that we have in life? Like if you want to take brave action in your business, if you want to, um, I don't know, go on a date with someone you really like, but you're scared that they're going to reject you. Like, um, like all of the good things in life often come on the other side of moving through discomfort. Um, but because we kind of, we want to keep ourselves safe, our brain is literally being trained to keep ourselves safe. So it can be very easy to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, well, this feels uncomfortable, so it must be bad. So, oh, I feel guilty when I say no um, to this person. Um, so I I must be making a mistake or I, um, I just feel so anxious when I say no. It feels so out of my comfort zone that it must mean that I should be saying yes. So most of us have been conditioned to... Um, not be okay with discomfort and a lot of the work that I do with my clients in Permission Granted and my one-on-one coaching is learning to sit with the emotion and um, when we think about nervous system like we want to expand and learn how to sit in discomfort but not too much too fast so you know like if there's someone in your life who you always say yes to and you're so scared of saying no, you know, and maybe it's someone you're really, really close to and there's like some really complicated relationship dynamics. If you just go and say this massive no to something that's like gonna really blow up everything in your life and in their life, that might be like, oh, okay. You, you know, you might think, oh yeah, I should just rip the bandaid off and do that first. Um, of course, be discerning. Maybe that is the right thing for you. But sometimes what we need to do is like slowly build up our way to saying no. Um, so that you're slowly expanding your body's capacity to sit with the feelings, whatever the feelings are that come up for you when you say no, whether it's anxiety, whether it's yeah, guilt. Um, and also to be able to sit with the discomfort and move through it. That also means paying attention to the thoughts and stories you have when you say no. So you could get out pen and paper, think about a time, like something you want to say no to, and then just write down all the thoughts and the stories that you have about um, what's going to happen when you say no. What does it mean about me as a person if I say no? Um, What's that person going to think about me if I say no? Um, And then, you know, go through and rewrite those stories. Because, yeah, a big part of the discomfort is going to be fueled by the stories that you have. Um, The other part of saying no is learning to let go of the desire to keep everyone happy uh, and face the fear of disappointing others. And this is more conditioning, especially as women. Like, you, if you're a woman and you have grown up in kind of mainstream society, then you have literally been conditioned and taught that as a woman, you should put others first, that your needs aren't important, that you should say yes, that you should keep everybody happy, you know, that it's your job to please others. And, um, 
this gets conditioned, um, you know, from from the day we're, we're born, really. And if you think about schooling, you know, you be the good girl, you know, that girls don't disrupt the classroom, they sit still, they're well behaved, you know, like I've heard stories of um, my friend's daughters at school, like asking to go to the toilet and being refused and then like having accidents because they're the teacher wouldn't let them go to the toilet. Like, and so imagine the conditioning that's happening there. Like you need to be good. You should be quiet. Don't disrupt, you know, even if you're aware of a need, push it down, push it down. And yeah, you never say no, right? At school to the teacher to, um, so all this conditioning that, um, we have grown up with is there and, and it can make us feel incredibly bad about ourselves, incredibly guilty, incredibly anxious about keeping other people happy, about being the good girl, being the people pleaser, you know, and sometimes even hypervigilant to, um, is that person okay? Are they happy with me or are they upset with me? You know, and misunderstanding, like maybe imagining that someone's upset with you when actually it's just that they're having a bad day. So if you can relate to any of that, just know that that's very normal in my experience for women um, because we have been conditioned um, to, to really prioritize others instead of ourselves. And so part of this process is you giving yourself permission to go back to that. I'm going to prioritize myself right now. I am going to um, accept that saying no to this person may make them feel disappointed in me, but also like my needs are important too, you know, and like saying no isn't about like not caring about other people or, you know, yeah, being mean or being unkind. It's about being really honest with your boundaries. And I love Brene Brown's quote. I'm sure I'm going to misquote it, but she says something like it's clear is kind. Like when you say yes, to someone because you want to please them and you don't want to disappoint them, but then you show up and you're like, Oh, I really don't want to be here. Um, that person can pick up on that, you know, or you say yes. And then you're so stressed and overwhelmed that you're meant to be helping this person, but actually it it didn't, it wasn't helpful. Then yeah, that, that isn't supportive or helpful. So I really like that concept of being clear is kind, like saying no is actually, um, really, yeah, being honest about your boundaries and being clear. So I like to think about that. I like to think about the fact that it's not actually possible to keep everyone happy all of the time. Um, and that is part of that other person's work as well to learn to sit with the discomfort when someone says no to them. Um, so, and just remembering that a true friend, um, isn't going to reject you when you're honest about where you're at. Like I can think of a recent example, a beautiful friend of mine who sometimes listens to the podcast. So Hey, if you're listening, she invited me to do this like, um, series of four weeks of dance classes. And then, um, I got really sick with quite a nasty flu and I think I had to cancel. Mm, I think I had to cancel two of them. Like one of them, I was kind of getting better, but I had this sinus infection and I was just in a lot of pain and really uncomfortable. Like I wasn't worried. I wasn't contagious. I wasn't, I wasn't sick, but I was really uncomfortable. And there was a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to disappoint her. And also I, there was a part of me that really wanted to go. Um, but I also knew that I really needed to look after my health, that there was so many things going on with my health at the time that my body was saying, Hey, like you need to rest. So 
when I let my friend know that, like, of course, because she's my friend, she cares about me. Like she may have been disappointed that um, we didn't get to go to the dance class that week, but she also, you know, didn't abandon me, didn't pull back. Um, And I think that there are a lot of you out there who have this story that, hey, I'm going to get rejected if I'm honest with someone about my capacity. I'm going to get rejected if I say no. And like you may have had experiences where that is the case. So that's where tending to your inner child, being really compassionate, giving yourself grace um, is really important. But also look for evidence. Hey, there are people out there who care about me enough to be able to handle my no. I feel like that's a really important point to remember that there are people out there who love you and care about you deeply and care about you enough to be able to sit in the discomfort of hearing a no from you. So that is it for this episode. I'm trying to keep them really short and sweet over summer because, hey, (laughs) uh, well, it's summer here in Australia. I know it's not summer for everyone who listens, but it is a time of the year where life can feel full. So I just invite you to consider, is there a way that I could be 1% more comfortable saying no can I do some belly breathing exercises can I dance it out and shake it out whatever you need to do to be able to expand into the discomfort and just remember that saying no uh, and the communication part of that isn't as hard as you think that's really not the reason that you're not saying no it's because of the stuff underneath that so remembering that you can learn to sit with the discomfort You can learn to let go of the desire to keep everyone happy um, and that not everyone will reject you when you say no. Those things are going to be deeply supportive for you um, in this period, in these couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, but also into the new year and beyond. So thank you for listening. I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review. And um, that is it. I will talk to you soon.